Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a It's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Pharmaceutical executives canceled a White House meeting days after the president's drug pricing orders. Providers were hoping Congress would delay Medicare repayments. And now you can register to vote in the waiting room. All that and more coming up on this episode of Just Healthcare Daily. It's Wednesday, July 29th, and I'm Alex Olkin with Just Healthcare Daily, where you get the headlines in health business and policy news in under 10 minutes. If you like the podcast, please leave us a review. It helps other listeners find the show. Hospitals and providers have been asking lawmakers for more aid and delays in Medicare loan repayments. The new HEALS Act, proposed by Republican lawmakers this week, includes some of those requests. Senate Republicans proposed adding $25 billion to provider relief funds. This is much less than the $100 billion requested by the hospital industry and what Democrats wanted. The hospital industry also asked lawmakers for a reprieve on repaying the $100 billion of Medicare advance payments. Medicare gave these to providers as a part of early stimulus efforts in the spring. Hospitals received the bulk of this money, but doctors' offices received millions as well. Providers were able to receive Medicare reimbursement up front, as the agency has done during other disasters. But these advanced payments are interest-bearing loans, and some doctors and hospitals need to start paying them back as soon as this week, reported Healthcare Dive. Hospital groups had lobbied Congress to forgive these loans entirely, or at least lower the interest rates, which if not paid back in time, could be as much as 10 percent. The HEALS Act would more than double the time some providers have to pay back the loans from four months to nine months. Medicare allows some children's critical care and cancer hospitals more time to pay back the loans. Either way, the legislation wouldn't lower the interest rate. The act would also continue to freeze Medicare Part B premiums, which covers outpatient care and medical supplies. It would extend telehealth flexibilities through 2021 or the end of the public health emergency and dedicate $16 billion to testing and tracing efforts and $20 billion for vaccine development. The Republican legislation did not include any increased funding for Medicaid, despite calls from governors which are seeing increased enrollment which is stressing state budgets. Democrats and Republicans are still far apart on priorities for the next stimulus bill. Meanwhile, hospitals are expected to lose billions. The American Hospital Association said in 2020 hospitals are facing up to $323 billion in losses. We are 97 days away from the November 2020 election. And with the pandemic closing libraries, government buildings, and other in-person voter registration events, some hospitals and doctor's offices are now places where people can sign up to vote. 
One effort is called Vote ER. In the logo, the T is a red cross sign and the ER is capitalized to stand for emergency room. Boston ER doctor Alistair Martin, who started the nonpartisan project last year, says the goal is to help patients participate in the democratic process because of how much local, state, and federal policies impact healthcare experiences. And this has never been more pronounced as an election during a global pandemic. On Vote ER's website, there's a video explaining where to place signs in the hospital and how to encourage patients to register while in the waiting room. And then we've also provided posters that you can hang up near wall plugs, bathrooms, water fountains, uh, near vending machines, near parking ticket payment areas. The New York Times reported because of the pandemic, there's growing interest in VODR and a growing number of hospitals and doctor's offices have requested materials for their facilities. The Kansas Hospital Association sent every hospital in the state posters with QR codes that patients can scan to get voter registration websites. Beyond just providing signage, Vote ER equips staff and doctors with educational resources to prompt patients with questions about whether they've updated their voter registration. Some hospitals are even considering including voter registration information in discharge papers. Days after four executive orders were unveiled to lower drug prices, pharmaceutical executives canceled a White House meeting. They were scheduled to discuss an order that would link what Medicare pays for some medicines to what other countries pay for those same drugs, the so-called most favored nations rule. According to Politico, the drug company executives were led to believe that the favored nations rule would not be included in Friday's executive orders. But they and even administration officials were caught off guard when it was. Pharma, the Pharmaceutical Trade Association, said in a statement, the orders are a reckless distraction that impedes their ability to develop therapeutics and to respond to the pandemic. On Tuesday, the CEO of Pfizer, Albert Brula, expressed to investors his dissatisfaction with the timing. Obviously, I was very disappointed to see those orders coming because I feel that they are coming at a period of time that this is not what is needed. This is the period of time that our scientists are worrying to develop a vaccine or a treatment. The other executive orders issued by the White House last Friday focus on different aspects of lowering drug prices. One brings back a plan the president has previously floated, getting rid of rebates that pharmaceutical companies pay to insurers, but only if it will not raise insurance premiums. But as government actuaries have estimated, the rebate rule would increase premiums by as much as 25 percent. Another order allows individuals to import drugs from other countries. And lastly, the fourth order would require facilities to pass on discounts on insulin and EpiPens to patients. Many see issuing these orders right now as a political move. With the election just months away and the long rulemaking process, it seems unlikely that these changes would be implemented prior to the election. Despite several public statements on drug pricing plans, the Trump administration has not actually enacted major reform. Previous efforts to force drug companies to disclose prices in advertisements were blocked by the courts. Taking a look at healthcare stocks, Centene Corporation reported a big jump in second quarter revenue, but profits were below Wall Street expectations. Shares of the Missouri-based insurer were down 4.5 percent at the close of the market Tuesday. Pfizer's second quarter earnings exceeded investor expectations, and the pharmaceutical company's shares were up 3.9 percent. The broader sector was down 0.14 percent.
Thanks for listening to Just Healthcare Daily. I'm Alex Olgan. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news on JustHealthcare.com. Just Healthcare Daily is an independent production of Just Healthcare. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.